Here's a bit of e-commerce trivia. <laughs> Did you know that 9 out of 10 UK shoppers will abandon a store using US dollars? Or that if someone leaves your store to use a currency converter, 2 out of 3 won't return? Not showing the default local currency might be one of the biggest contributors to your e-commerce bounce rate. And if you ship internationally, a multi-currency app is an absolute must, and the folks at Bold make the best multi-currency app out there. Here's why. It auto-detects where your customers are shopping from and shows them their correct currency, so you don't lose them in the first second that they load the site. And of course, it also syncs real-time with currency databases too, so it's always up to date. But it has a few other neat tricks as well, such as rate padding. So if you set it to sync real-time rates, but want to pad the conversion by a few percent eh, to make a little for yourself, you can do that too. It also supports vanity pricing, which I think is neat. So if you want all your prices to end in, say, 99 cents, it could do that for you as well. And it's got all those features, but best of all, it's free. So I can't even offer you a special extended trial, because there isn't one. Just go to the App Store and search Bold Multicurrency. That's bold multi-currency in the App Store. Additional support for the unofficial Shopify podcast comes from SEO Manager. You know the benefit of SEO. The higher you rank in search engines, the more visitors your store will have. And more visitors means more sales, which means more money in your pocket. But how do you do that? That's where SEO Manager comes in. It helps Shopify store owners get found in search engines. And it's trusted by thousands of Shopify stores. It leads the market in both innovation and usability. And it's no wonder... SEO Manager adds an entire suite of tools to help attract new customers by fully optimizing your store. So here's a few of my favorites. It scans your site for SEO issues, offers keyword suggestions, adds structured data support, analyzes missing pages and redirects, and it even integrates with Kit, Shopify's personal marketing assistant. And that's not all. It does a whole bunch of more stuff. All of these things will help you to be easily found in Google and other search engines. And best of all, it's easy to get started. You can launch SEO Manager on your store in minutes, and their friendly support team is always on standby if you need help. Plus, as a special offer to our listeners, you can get SEO Manager right now for 10% off forever. Sign up at seomanager.com unofficial. That's seomanager.com unofficial. Hello and welcome back to the unofficial Shopify podcast. I'm your host, Kurt Elster, and today we're talking about ways to make more money with your Shopify store, but in particular, we're going to talk about chatbots again. We've talked about chatbots before, but here we've got, and for this episode, an actual merchant making actual money with one of the most popular chatbot tools. And I wanted to go... Um, wanted to talk through with him some examples, some real practical implementations on, hey, you're the end user. How are you using this in your store today to make more money? And we have seen since 2015, we saw chatbots. We always starting like, yeah, I think in the end of 2015, we started hearing about how chatbots are this, this huge big deal. And tech news particularly, but even some mainstream news were reporting on this excitement around chatbots. And I think the hype has certainly died down, especially in the media, but not because they're gone away, but because they're maturing. They're still not totally totally ready, totally uh, mature. It's still a bit of the wild, wild west out there. But the idea of chatbot itself is starting to become invisible, and we're seeing more of the practical implementations of chatbots. For example, 
implementing AI and customer service has been a big win for people. Just looking at uh, Shopify's own kit or our friends uh, at Gorgeous who are having massive success uh, with their AI chatbot implementation. Or even something simple and practical, not simple, but uh, effective and, and direct and uncomplicated, Shop Message for cart abandonment, which is really effective in... Um, in recovering carts, we've seen some stores doing one out of three, and that's a really um, very direct chatbot example. But joining me again is Steve, for Steve Chow from My Wife Quitter Job. He runs it's a popular blog, popular podcast. You should check it out, mywifequitterjob.com. He teaches others how to start a profitable e-commerce business. But in addition to that, he's not all talk. He walks the walk. He runs an e-commerce store with his wife at bumblebeelinens.com, which is where we're getting real-life examples of these chatbots from. And even an annual conference called the Seller Summit, which I, I need to head out and attend. I'll hit him up for tickets after the show. Uh, <laughs> but you did. You heard about, recently, you heard about his latest business venture on the show, Go Brand Win. Um, and after we recorded that interview, we got to talking about chatbots. And I knew immediately, oh, man, I got to pick this guy's brain here. And Steve graciously agreed to record a second episode with me. Steve, welcome back. Thanks for having me, Kurt. Oh, my pleasure. Um, all right. So let's let's start at the 10,000-foot view. When we say chatbot, what the heck are we talking about? See, I actually never refer to it as chatbots. I like to think of it just as Facebook Messenger marketing. It's okay. basically a way to establish a conversation with your customer via Facebook Messenger. And I think that makes that certainly makes it more accessible. Um, and when you say Facebook Messenger marketing, what tools do I have to use to do this? I mean, the only tool that I'm using right now, honestly, is just ManyChat. I have done, I've asked around, I have done some exploring. It seems certainly um, that ManyChat has, has dominated with uh, in that chatbot space. If you are looking for um, kind of like a one-to-one -one correlation as to what this thing looks like, how it works, it's very similar to an email service provider um, like Clavio, where you could send, you could, you get subscribers to your Facebook Messenger, you could send broadcasts, and you could set up autoresponders. Am I right? That is correct. And does it like, it does it do anything else? Is there any other differences, or it really is? I mean, if you're comparing similar. it to Clavio, I guess the one disadvantage, and hopefully they'll add these features going forward. Clavio knows all of your transactions and who all of your customers are. ManyChat does not. And so uh, hopefully they'll add these features soon because, for example, I can't send out a broadcast on ManyChat to someone who purchased you know, a white napkin like seven days ago, for example, whereas you can easily do that in Klaviyo. And I think I see no reason why that would be, and I could be wrong here, but I don't see a reason why that would be um, technically impossible. I think it's just a matter of, uh, of ManyChat setting up that, that implementation or integration, right? Exactly. I mean, they would just need a way to instrument your website so that you can pass that information over. And I, um, I think as more people adopt it, well, maybe we could send them a feature request today. We'll both send it. Oh, I've already yeah. talked. I just had uh, I just had coffee with uh, the CEO of ManyChat maybe like two months ago, and I brought that up. And they had this like feature list a mile long. You know, I would imagine that, there are, yeah. <laughs> there are many. Um, okay, so. If ManyChat, if Facebook Messenger marketing is similar to email marketing, then step one is getting subscribers, right? It is. And um, just real quick before we just talk sure. about getting subscribers, just in terms of comparing Facebook Messenger marketing to email, like the, the, the main advantage is that the open rates are five to eight times better. The clicker rates are eight to ten times better. 
and my revenues per subscriber, like when I when I talk about or when I try to quantify the difference, it's about four x better than email. So every subscriber I get on ManyChat is worth four times more to me than an email subscriber. Why do you think that is? It's because I think one of the reasons why it's still the wild wild west. People are not used to getting messages in their messenger. And the fact that if you're on Facebook, you get that notification in your messages and you, you want to check it, right? It's like instinct. And so you check it and you're like, hey, why is someone messaging me in my messenger? And they're going to look at it. They'll actually read it and they'll usually click through. I think the the other advantage to it, I agree. There's certainly, um, right now there's some novelty to it. And I, my fear was like, well, especially um, like when we first saw the incredible results um, that shop message was getting just doing card abandonment where it was like mm-hmm. the first store is one in three. I'm like, no, 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 that's, that's a lot. That's, that's an outlier. And then we, we had two other clients install it. Same deal. It was one in three carts recovered via this app. And I thought, all right, so it, it is consistent, but may, it's the novelty. It's new, it's fresh, but it has continued, um, maybe not one in three, but to be, um, tremendously successful and outperform email. And I think part of it is, uh, you're right. It's still a lot of people, aren't doing it so it does have it still maintains its novelty but there is a a brevity and simplicity that messenger requires like you can't send this giant formatted ridiculous email uh to someone uh with messenger it has to be very directed to the point and i think there's an advantage there the other thing also is that you can unsubscribe at any time it's not like any random person can message you right you have to get an explicit opt-in to messenger so the reason why i don't read like 90% of my email is because most of it is spam, just unsolicited stuff. And in Messenger, you, you can't... <laughs> it drives me nuts. Don't you love when people just subscribe you to a newsletter? Yeah. Oh, my God. It happens all the time. I instantly hit the spam button for that. Yeah. I market a spam. I unsubscribe. I click report a spam because I don't want it. And the worst part is, like, the people who uh, write the worst outreach emails or those newsletters always follow up like, hey, uh, did you get this email? Yes, I did, unfortunately. <laughs> the secret to getting Kurt's attention if you want to send him spam is, hey, I love your camo jacket. <laughs> I do. He'll, he'll reply. I will. Yeah. I'll certainly read it. Oh, camo jacket. <laughs> At least they know who I am. Um, yeah, that helps. That he- oh, the cat's out of the bag. Okay. So I, yeah, that is a good point. I had not realized that. Um, I guess I knew it. I hadn't thought about it, about um, Facebook Messenger, that it is opt-in. You, are, you can't spam people. It automatically goes into that like filtered messages thing. Yeah, so in theory, if someone hasn't unsubscribed from you, then they're willing to take messages from you. And if they don't want something, they'll unsubscribe right away, and there's no way to contact them ever again. So the qu- the quality of subscriber with Messenger is extremely high versus um, email where, like, uh, you'll I get spam bots who will sign just random emails up for people, or I'll confusingly get people who are like, unsubscribe me to a, replying to a confirmation email. It's like, I didn't add you. What happened here? Um or if you're running um, those uh, uh, those like roulette wheel apps, they're great for getting opt-ins, but they're extremely low quality. Whereas with Facebook Messenger, it sounds like the quality of subscribers extremely high. I mean, it's certainly the case once you start sending broadcasts, people who don't want anything, and they're just going to unsubscribe. And so it's kind of naturally self-selecting, whereas when email, you typically have to prune away your inactives. In, in chatbot land, it's less of a factor. Okay, I'm already learning quite a bit here about the um, uh, the mindset shift that happens between these two. So, okay, if I want to get started with this, I get I've got um, ManyChat. Sounds like this is the the way to go. Um, it's the the gold standard for building a chatbot. Uh, 
I got to get subscribers first, right? That is correct. Yes. And um, because it's worth so much more, I've actually shifted my efforts more towards getting message subscribers. And so uh, let's, let's start with low-hanging fruit, right? The easiest way to get subscribers with with very little work is to simply implement like a live chat widget on your site. And if you go to bumblebeelinus.com, if you guys are listening, you guys can just head on over to my shop and just check it out. In the lower right corner, there's a live chat box. And anytime you enter something into that chat box and ask me a question, they, you instantly become a subscriber for Bumblebee Linens. So is there, are they aware of this? Do they opt into it? They don't opt in, but they, as soon as they ask a question, they're already interested in your shop. And the idea with Messenger is as soon as there's an interaction with your customer, they instantly become a subscriber. Okay. So the, that's definitely different than email, where if someone emails you and asks a question, they're st- you have j- all you have done is exchanged an email. There is no um, automatic opt-in there, whereas with Messenger, it, does, it automatically opts you in. Interesting. Well, they have to take some sort of action. So usually, if you go to my live chat widget, you're presented with three options, right? You can ask me a question. You can get a delivery time on your order. Or you can check up on an order you've already placed. If you click on any of those three buttons, you become a subscriber. I see. I'm looking at your uh, looking at your your live chat now. It pops open. It says, "Hi, how can we help?" It's got a picture of me, you know, from Facebook. It says Kurt Elster. Um, so I I know it's identifying me. It's got the Facebook Messenger icon. So it's very clear as to what's going on here. And I click chat now, and then it pops up. Ah, there is an option. It says this allows Bumblebee Linens to see info you've made public. Continue as Kurt Elster. Here we go. Let's see what this guy says. Boom. Welcome to Bumblebee Linens, Kurt. What can I do for you? And you're right. It's ask a question, get delivery time, check on an order. And this so is the all get delivery time, check. yeah, that's correct. Get delivery time and check on an order just happens to be the question that I would say 70% of the people call to ask. Okay. So it's doing two things here. It's helping my customer support in an automated fashion. And I'm getting a subscriber at the same time. And how... Um, Within ManyChat, how does this, like, get delivery time and check on an order? This is automated? If you actually click on any of those links, they actually are, you are taken to a, <clears throat> a page on my site where you can actually get this information. So those are just links, essentially. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just clicked it. You're right. It pops over to, I said, get delivery time, and it takes me to shipping and returns. And then it's got um, our expected, uh, oh, cool, uh, our approximate delivery date. I assume this is like a PHP script. It is, yeah. That's I mean, what's what's also cool is if you click on ask a question, there's keyword automation set up in ManyChat where if you recognize certain keywords, you can actually answer their question. So you could type in how long will it take to get my order, and you'll get a response that says, hey, click here to check how long it's going to take to get your order. Oh, hey, look at that. Yeah, immediately replies, how long will it take to receive my order? This depends on the product you're ordering. Are you buying a personalized item? Sorry, this is turning into a um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a choose-your-own-adventure. So, <laughs> yeah. Of course I want it personalized. Yes. We'll say yes. Let's see what happens. Boom. For personalized products, allow up to five business days for your personalization. If you're in a rush, call us. And, oh, click on the button below. We'll give you an estimate. There we go. Yep. And then it sends me to that shipping page with this nice little script that it doesn't just say, like, three to five days. It actually says um, estimated delivery date for personalized handkerchiefs. Priority, Thursday, August 23rd through Wednesday, August 29th, which we're recording this on August 16th there. I've, I've broken the fourth wall. Um, <laughs> <laughs> destroyed the magic. Um, okay, cool. Very cool. And so in the event that someone asks a question that is not automated, like we don't have an answer for, 
it says, I can't remember the exact verbiage now, but it says that, you know, if you want to talk to a human, then click on this button. And then that goes to our, those, those messages are routed to our human rep who will actually answer those questions in real time. I, I did. I wrote, I love Steve. And it told me, it's very honest that it's a bot. It says, the answer to your question is not in our automated database. database. If you'd like to chat with a rep, just press the talk to a human button. All right, let's try this out. Okay, type your question. We'll get back to you ASAP. If no one's online, you'll receive a reply within a day or give us a call. Very yep. clever. So it's got, it's giving, it's setting expectations up front um, and it's giving me uh, multiple options here. So it is helping people help themselves and it's reducing your customer support workload. And like, even if I had someone available to automatically answer a lot of, to answer these questions, it would still not be as fast as this automated system. I mean, you can think of it like one of those old fashioned phone trees. You right. know, when you call and you get put on hold, you can enter in one to get, to speak to a representative, that sort of thing. It's, it's similar. And how did you cut, decide on? I assume that this is the um, the top two questions you get. That's correct. Yeah, I mean, once you've run your store long enough, you you know what questions you're going to get on a regular basis. Is there? This is a question I've I've asked on Twitter, and I've not. Uh, I didn't get a satisfactory reply. I said, "What's the? What are some examples of stores with like gold standard live chat implementations or chatbot implementations?" Um, and no one really had an answer. I clear like Bumblebee Linens. All right, has just moved to number one on my list. <laughs> Are there... I'm sure I'm not the best. I just I just thought of as many questions as we get, and I put them in the automated chat, and then anything else spills over to a real human representative. Were there? Um, do you were you inspired by anyone? Were there any good examples of other stores doing this? Um, you know, back when I got started with these chatbots, like I, I just. I heard people like Molly Pittman talk about it, and uh, I didn't really get any exact implementations from them, but I just got some ideas, I guess. I, I didn't get my inspiration from any real shops, per se, but just from listening to people talk about chatbots in general. Okay, so you, you had uh, you had some, some grade-A tutelage, it sounds like. Yes, yes, absolutely. Um, a while ago, not that, well, yeah, some time ago, we saw Facebook struggle with the Cambridge Analytica scandal, and they really, yes. um, they clearly... Uh, sat down uh, and took some time to rework privacy policies and how they approach things. And that was uh, at the time that I decided, oh, I'm going to play with ManyChat again. And I couldn't. I was so excited about ManyChat. You know, like, I, it was, I had shiny toy syndrome. I'm like, I want to go play with this thing. Um, and I couldn't sign up for it. I couldn't mess with anything because Facebook said, uh, until further notice, there are no chatbots. So clear, um, and they've, they've now gotten past that. But clearly there are there are some rules here. There are policies. Uh, is there anything we need to know for like um, landmines to avoid exploding cigars, etc., when working with uh, messenger marketing? So basically, there are three types of messages that you can send. One is your subscription broadcast, and these like are your standard messenger blast to your list. And here's the thing: subscription broadcasts cannot contain ads or any promotional materials. But you can send these at any time. So you got to be a little bit careful. You can't just blast out and say, hey, we're having a sale, right? Instead, what you want to do is you want to ask a customer a question and get them to respond, and then you can hit them up with the offer. How does so, it, oh, okay. This is to, I've been on the receiving end of uh, some messenger marketing, and you're right. They 
I think they almost always open with a question, and it was like, hey, have you seen my new interview with, like, let's say it was for a podcast. Um, it's like, oh, have you seen my new interview with you know, uh, Steve Chow? Exactly. And in, in e-commerce land, you can say something like, I just put together this fashion guide for blah, blah, blah. Would you like to see it? And as soon as you click on yes, you can say, hey, great, here's the guide. And by the way, we're having a sale of 25% off for the next three days. Hmm. Okay. So I, if to do a broadcast... I have to open with a question versus if they make an inquiry to me, like with this live chat, then I can, it just, it has to be in response if it's promotional. In general, yes. Actually, there's another type. So in general, you can actually send a promotional broadcast if you've interacted with that person in the last 24 hours. Hmm. So if someone interacted with me in the live chat, I can actually send them a sale broadcast as long as it's within 24 hours of us chatting. And it, are there any other um, any other time-based restrictions with Messenger? Uh, yes, there is one other type of broadcast, and that is called a follow-up broadcast. And if you've had activity with the customer and 24 hours have elapsed, you're actually allowed to send these people one follow-up message, and you can actually include a promotion in this message. Now, all this stuff, like it might sound like it's hard to keep track, but ManyChat is a tool that actually keeps track of all these things for you. So when you send out a promotional broadcast, it'll actually only go out to people who have interacted with you in the last 24 hours. If you set up a follow-up broadcast, it will only be sent to people who have who you've interacted with and it's been beyond 24 hours, if that makes sense. Uh, yes, it does. Okay. The, oh, it sounded like you were going to say something. Uh, I was. I was just going to say just Facebook has been known to ban you if you send promotional messages out using a regular subscription broadcast. So they're, they're definitely enforcing these rules. They're only going to enforce it if people, people mark enough of your messages as spam. So what you need to do for every broadcast that you send, you need to make sure you have an unsubscribe button in place. And does ManyChat handle that? You can add a button. And yes, ManyChat handles the unsubscribe stuff. So I always have a button for unsubscribe with every subscription broadcast because it's better to have them click unsubscribe than it is to, to click on the button that says, I don't want to see these messages ever again. Oh, okay. Yeah, and the ones I've been on the receiving end, they didn't have an unsubscribe. And that was how I unsubscribed by click, like, it didn't seem like a negative or bad thing, just I don't want to see these messages. Like, yeah, okay, I don't. And I clicked it. So that's the equivalent of report as spam. Kind of, yeah. I mean, you get enough of those for a broadcast. Facebook will take a look, and if they see that you're using promotional language, then they'll they'll ban your account. Okay. So, uh, are there any other caveats here? Uh, those are the main ones. Being promotional in a subscription broadcast is probably the main one. Um, and with Facebook, with the these chatbots, um, it sounds uh, like you set up autoresponders with them. Um, you could build these choose-your-own-adventures, and it, mm -hmm. is it based in? Uh, within ManyChat at this time, is it based solely on um, time and people's responses, or are there other event triggers I can use? It's mainly based on time and like how you want and how they interact with your bot, like what buttons you push and how you respond. And to be honest with you, I'm actually not using autoresponders for my e-commerce store so much. I'm using those more for my blog, like when I'm delivering some sort of sequence. Uh, when it comes to the store, I primarily use chatbots to talk about special offers, content that I have, and doing customer support. And we've seen the we've 
we've seen the the real life example of the customer support. It works. Mm-hmm. Um, can you walk me through another another uh, autoresponder example there? Yeah, like I said, I don't really use autoresponders that much for the e-commerce store. Um, if I were to do it, it, it would be to just deliver free content on a regular basis like I do on the blog at mywifequitterjob.com. So, I mean, we can talk about that or, I mean, this is an e-commerce focused podcast. So uh, whatever direction you want me to go. Sure. Well, a lot of people use, well, um, so with, aside from- The, the, reason, why, the reason why I don't is because autoresponder sequences are more, I, I think of those more like back in the emails days, right? Where you're sending something out on a regular basis. Whereas with chatbots, you can actually have the customer find the content that they want using a choose your own adventure type of thing. Like if you're trying to help them out, you can actually guide them to whatever content they want to find. If that makes sense. No, it, it uh, um, yeah. If you know like who your audience who your audience is and where they may be in the buying cycle, you could try and turn that into a uh, a choose your own adventure type sequence with these things. Mm-hmm. That's correct. So I've actually ported, I've actually ported my email sequences over to an autoresponder before, and it's not the same. Th- it's not like a one to one thing. One because email is much more verbose, so you have to cut things down dramatically into like. It's almost like Twitter, right? You're going down to like 200 characters or, or however the uh, however long a message is. And if you have a lot of things to say or if you want to give away something for free, then an easy way to get around that is to just create a PDF. So one thing that we do is we offer you know, these free arts and crafts guides with our store using our products, and those are delivered via PDF. But we ask the question first, you know, would you like a free you know, arts and crafts ebook that we put together? And when does this get sent out? You just you sent started as a broadcast to everybody. Um, so okay, so there's different ways. So one, I don't know if you go to if you go on any product on Bumblebee Linens right now. Right above the Add to Cart button is actually a checkbox, and I don't remember the exact verbiage. Let me just open my site here real quick. Uh, so if you go to any product. It says, check the box below for a free gift when you add to cart. And so someone, so I purposely didn't tell them what they're going to get. So free gift, that's a little bit mysterious, right? Right. We like, as humans, we like novelty. (laughs) Exactly. So they click on the box, they click add to cart, and they'll get a messenger message that says, hey, your free gift is an arts and crafts ebook. Would you like it? And if they click yes... They instantly become a subscriber and they get this ebook. All right, so I have I check the box, I added to cart, and then um, so when how long does it take? When do I get my? my... Uh, you should get it immediately, actually. Hmm. <laughs> have you gotten it yet? <laughs> no. Huh. Sometimes many chat is a little bit slow. Here, let me try it on my end. Let's see. Yep, I got mine. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, and I totally aside, I love it. You have, we do this a lot as a, a modification. When I'm in the cart page, I've got a $2 item in my cart, and it says, you're only $73 away from free shipping, which is a, <laughs> always a good way to increase average order value. So since you haven't gotten your message yet, I will just read it to the audience here. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for shopping at Bumblebee Linens. Click yes below, and we'll send you a free gift. I actually don't even mention what it is yet until they click yes, because once they click yes, they become a message subscriber. And then I show a picture of the ebook, 
and I say, as a special thank you, please enjoy this special gift just for you, our free e-craft, our, our, our free craft ebook. This ebook highlights our top 10 most popular craft tutorials with step-by-step instructions and pictures. Click download to grab the book. And do you know what the, and I assume that works very well. Um, so, you know what, here, I'm going to open ManyChat right now, and I will tell you what the stats are on that. One sec. So what's cool about ManyChat is it keeps track of all of these um, opt-ins. Okay, I have a whole bunch of opt-ins I have to find. Okay, the conversion rate on that is approximately 0.6%. So I don't know if that's going to mean anything to your audience. But uh, to, to provide a comparison, I think one of the email forms on the right-hand sidebar of my blog gets about 0.6%. So it's kind of like that. It's not going to be like a high-volume thing. But it's just an extra way. If they're going to add something to the to their cart, anyways, you may as well grab a message subscriber in the process. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, and it have your. It is a I think a nice customer service thing where even if they were going to buy anyway, they're like, oh, this is this is a nice value add um, to the to the interaction to the purchase. Yeah, and here's what's cool. Once you have them as a subscriber, you can actually do abandoned cart stuff too. Like if they look at something that they don't buy. You can, you know, send them, you know, a reminder to finish checking out. Uh, we had chatted about this before this interview started. There's various services out there that'll do this, and uh, I can't remember what you mentioned the uh, conversion rate was on these abandoned car messages, but I think it was something like on the order of a third, right? Yeah, it was. Uh, in several cases, we were seeing one in three, and even in, like the ones where it didn't perform as well, it was still one in five. I mean, just absolutely wild stuff compared to email. So a lot of those services, so Facebook made some changes so that in the past, that checkbox that you saw implemented on my site, you could have that pre-checked. Right. So people would not know. They took that away, and so it has to be unchecked now. I I have to agree with that, right? Like, you you were essentially just by being logged into Facebook and visiting someone's site and adding to cart. If you didn't know what that thing was, like, it's just checkbox with my face or whatever, add to cart, and now I'm getting messages. I've opted into it versus... Um, adding, you know, defaulting it the other way. All right, now we're, um, I think this is the the white hat safer way to do it. Um, and then the clever thing you did was give give people a reason to click the box. Was hey, did you want that free gift? And I, right. I think that's why you did it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, those abandoned cart solutions. I don't remember when you did this case study, but back in the day, you could have it pre-checked, and yeah. those worked super well. Now you actually have to get them as a subscriber first before. Uh, you can send those send them those abandoned car messages. Right, that was um, shot message. I think was the one that we did that with. Yeah, and a lot of people were grandfathered in actually. So if you were, uh, you know, doing chatbots, you know, last year I want to say I can't remember exactly when they did this, but last year you could still pull it off with the pre checkbox. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. The and you were talking about um, you do a lot of obviously a lot of content marketing. Um, you were talking about some examples of using chatbots to promote that content. What is yeah. that? What does that messenger marketing look like? Because we've got it's a lot just of people a... who use content marketing for their e-commerce store. So I like to move people back and forth. Like I like to have their email address as well as their, as well as having them as a message subscriber. So, you know, it's it's nothing complicated. When I have a piece of content I want to go out, I just say, "Hey, we just wrote this blog post on blah 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 blah. Would you like to take a look?" Yes, no, unsubscribe. And if they click yes, they're given that piece of content. Sometimes we'll bundle that in with a sale. So I'm using content as an excuse to contact them, and then I'll tell them about any sort of promotions that I have. And do you do this um, 
Is this as a broadcast for new content? It's or? a broadcast. Okay. It's a broadcast whenever a new piece of content comes out. And I, can we set this up with our, if I want to get fancy, can I set it up like with automation with an RSS feed or do you have to just go do a little bit of copy pasting? Um, I, I don't think that's available yet. But even still, you probably want to write the message in such a way that is a little bit more fun that inspires someone to click. You I, know? I've noticed uh, a lot of them, uh, of the messenger bots I've been with, I think it, to take make it uh, more in context with the messages you'd get from like a friend um, and to make it more fun and less annoying, they're very, they tend to be um, like a little silly, uh, like GIFs are extremely common. Yeah, no, absolutely. Here's one thing I want to say is I don't actually reach out to my messenger subscribers as often as I do email. And this might be just kind of like a sign of the times right now where it's not as mature just yet. But I feel like messages are a little bit more intimate than email. And so at most, I will send out a message subscriber once every other week right now. Okay, so twice a month. Yeah, and, and the fact that the deliverability is so good means that you know you don't like email like i'll send something out and then i'll then i'll send it again to the people who didn't open it you actually don't have to do that with messenger the um yeah i've no i find of the of the sequences i've been or the chat the messenger bots that i have opted into i have found if they do it as often as you would with email they're very quickly exhausting and i thought maybe this was just me um but no you're right because they've the way it's set up, you really can't ignore it in the same way that you could quickly delete, ignore, sort an email, whatever. Um, so yeah, going, I think you're right. It is wise to do it uh, far less than you would with email. And twice a month, I think that, that's a conservative and safe way to go. And at the same time, like in my email list, certain pieces of content, I'll have them click and it'll go to Messenger to get the delivery. Oh, how so, do you set that up? That's cool. So yeah, ManyChat has has a link essentially that you can set up that automatically sends them to Facebook messenger where they can get whatever piece of content that you want. So I'll just kind of cross pollinate, so to speak, my email and my messenger list. I was about to use that phrase cross pollinate. It sounds like, yeah, that's a, a good <laughs> way to really? describe it. I oh, just yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. In my head, I was like, Oh yeah, cross pollinate. Um, the, Oh geez. I got so excited about cross pollination. I lost my train of thought. <laughs> um, yeah, I saw a clever a clever example of this uh, opt-in and cross-pollination. Not quite the same way, um, but I joined a closed Facebook group, meaning you have to be approved. And when you do that, you can ask people questions. And in the one I saw, one of the question, the first question was, um, uh, "What's the uh, what's the what's the secret password? Go to this link to get it." And the link was a ManyChat link, and it was like, "Hey, uh, you know, some message, you know, like, hey, join." I don't know if it asked. I don't remember if it asked questions or not. But essentially, you ended up opted into the messenger list, and then it gave you the password to put in to then go paste into this Facebook group and join. Ah, I nice. thought it was yeah. very clever. I don't know if it if it worked um, or they were experimenting because later I unjoined, I left the group and rejoined just to see it in action again, and the same question was not there. But I thought it was clever. Yeah, yeah. No, it's very actually. There's a whole bunch of ways to get mass subscribers. I don't know how much time we have left, but we can talk about those too. Sure, hit me with it. Um, one thing I like to do, uh, and this is less for the e-commerce store, more for the blog, is I'll do these live webinars, and I'll give out something free during the webinar, and I'll have people leave a comment on the post, 
And that leads them to Messenger where they can actually get the freebie that I'm offering. And as soon as they get the freebie, they're instantly a Messenger subscriber. But there's a double whammy here, right? By them leaving a comment on the post, that actually makes the post more visible as well. At the same time, you're getting a Messenger subscriber. I've seen this and I thought it was the coolest thing. I didn't know how they did it. But they, you know, um, someone will say, hey, I'm yeah, working on this guide on how to do X. And do you, uh, uh, if you want the guide, just comment below um, and say, you know, yes. So, you know, something like that. And so you see like hundreds of comments. There's like, yes, 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 yes. And when you comment yes, then you get, um, you get a message, right, from Messenger mm -hmm. that with yep. the, and it was like with the link um, to download whatever the thing was. Yeah, I mean, right now I'm running Facebook ads with these comment things in. And my Facebook ad is like, hey, am I the only one that uses handkerchiefs anymore? Let me know <laughs> if you're a hanky lover and we'll send you a special offer. And then I'll have a link to, you know, our, our handkerchief stores. And it gets lots of comments. And then that leads them to Messenger where they type in a word and they get a coupon code. And they become a Messenger subscriber. So and is, we get the sale too. Is the comment, do they have to, the co is it any comment or does Any the comment at all. Okay. So I was wondering if it had like a keyword or not. Yep. Very cool. And and we do this with retargeting ads. Like if someone's purchased and they haven't purchased in 60 days, you know, we'll run an ad to these people and they click over to Messenger and, you know, they get a code that they can use on the site. And this, I like you're increasing the total number of touch points, you're increasing engagement. I have to believe that this performs better uh, than a traditional ad. It does. I mean... So what we haven't talked about is what you do with these subscribers, right? So the ad itself, because you're actually having them do something else, it might, so in the case of the one that I just told you, you, it's a double whammy, right? One, they can go directly to the site and buy. Like some people never leave a comment. It just performs like a traditional ad at that point. And those people that comment and get the coupon, they're more likely to convert. And so you're making your ads more effective. Like they can go straight to the landing page if they want to, or they can grab a special offer. I am blown away by this concept that we've got. I, and I've seen so few people doing this, especially like I really only see info marketers are on this so far. I have seen very few, if any, um, e-commerce stores running the same thing to increase their, their Facebook ad effectiveness. Um, God, yeah, that, it is a wildly untapped opportunity right now. I have another flow too. I don't know how much time we have left. Oh, I'm, uh, I'm loving it. Hit me with it. Let's say we got five minutes. So I have a free plus shipping offer also. And traditionally, I used to just send them to this landing page and grab an email. But now what I do is I send them to Messenger. And what's cool about Messenger is you can actually grab the email that they use to sign up for Facebook at the touch of a button. So you can actually grab an email and they just click it and you get their email. And then you can take them to the landing page for your free plus shipping offer. So in theory, you can get a message subscriber, you can get an email, you pixel them on your landing page, and you get the sale. That's this is, four things. <laughs> this is phenomenal. I need to set this up. I need to set this up for somebody, myself, anybody today. I got a, I got a shiny toy. I got to play with this thing. <laughs> yeah, I, so here's my thoughts on all this stuff. Like Messenger, everyone says it, or a lot of the gurus are saying that you should go all in. I'm always a little wary about putting everything into one platform. Like Facebook controls this messenger platform, right? And they can change the rules anytime. Whereas no one controls email. So my stance on this right now is I'm going to try to get both. And if messenger works great, I'm going to continue to ride that wave. But in the event that Facebook starts doing something or charging for it or whatever, I still have my email fallback, which still works really well today. Even 
And that is traditionally what Facebook has done. They build this tremendously accessible, effective um, advertising platform. Like, hey, you've got uh, like Facebook pages, and it was so easy, and you made posts, and it was, it was free advertising. And then they said, all right, well, now uh, 1% of your audience is going to see those posts unless you pay us for it. Like, oh, shoot. Um, and then we, they did the same thing uh, with Facebook groups. When Facebook groups became very popular, now you have, they do the same thing where you've got to pay to boost posts. Um, and I would imagine you know, with, with Facebook Messenger, either they would, um, and you're right, like they control the whole thing. So we saw um, when they retooled for several weeks after the Cambridge, Cambridge Analytica thing where, well, if you were entirely dependent on Facebook Messenger, you couldn't create new chatbots. That was a big pain. Um, so certainly, you know, you don't want to put your, your eggs in, all your eggs in one basket. I agree. Um, but I would in no way be surprised if over time seeing you know, Facebook wants to monetize these things as they should um, if they started charging for um, if you want to send a broadcast to all of your subscribers, you got to pay, you know, X amount of money, that sort of thing. I have no idea how it's going to play out. Um, only Facebook knows, but I'm just always aware of that factor. Just, I mean, Facebook has done it year after year. They make the organic reach a lot worse, and you have to pay to play. Yeah, I, I think history repeats itself, so that wouldn't surprise me. Um, yeah. All right, well, final question. Well, actually, what's a what is a good final question? Oh, well, uh, what what re- if I want to get um, get started with this? Um, what resources do I need? Where do I go? Uh, so there's a post on my blog, which I can send you if you want to link that up. Certainly. Um, also, ManyChat has a free course, I believe, that just kind of walks you through the, the, the features of the tool, right? Because it's kind of a complicated tool at this point. There's a bunch of growth tools. Um, but yeah, those are probably the two primary resources. And I have seen um, ManyChat's guide, the ultimate guide to messenger marketing. Yep. Uh, and it, it really, it, it's very good. So I will, I will link to that. Um, and then your guide as well. We will find. It's that not really a guide. It's more of like how I'm how I'm using it, and I show photos of all my broadcasts and everything. Kind of like what we talked about here, except more graphical, and you can actually see what I'm doing. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. I will absolutely link to that. Very good. Uh, anything? Any final thoughts, Mister Mister Trey? Any final thoughts? No. You know what? I actually think we covered a lot. Yeah. In this episode. This is this is great. Thank you again. I I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me, Kurt. Before we go, I wanted to tell you about the one Shopify theme I've used more than any other. It's called Turbo by Out of the Sandbox. And as its name implies, it's built for speed. But that's not why I love it. I love it because it's the most configurable feature pack theme for Shopify today. Features like predictive search, easy mega menus, infinite scrolling collections, and a ton of page templates for all of your content. And I've got a special offer for you. You can get it today at a 20% discount when you use the code PODCAST20. You can even try it for up to two weeks, and if you don't love it, Out of the Sandbox will refund it for you. So to check it out now, go to ethercycle.com turbo and use code PODCAST20 at checkout. It's ethercycle.com turbo. Our program was produced today by Paul Rita. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. 
If you're looking for more high-quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.